Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pierce, the editor of the podcast. I know in the first episode, the audio was quite terrible, and I apologize for that. We had trouble with the mic setup. We fixed it for the next episode, which got corrupted, and we used a temperamental one for the summer episode. Hopefully, as we get back to the school year, we'll have a new one, and unfortunately, we're not able to get to a part two. But we still hope you enjoy this summer podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to Studentology Summer Edition. Uh, I am Pierce, your podcast master, and I'm joined today by Minty. Hello. All right, so I had this video the other day. I'm just going to... Here we are. During the summer, a lot of people don't really necessarily have an idea they want to do. They kind of just come home and chill. Or, you know, they try something and they don't like it and they come home and, you know, they're bored. So I decided, because nobody asked, that <laughs> look at what the internet says to do during the summer and we'll rate them. Because why not? So, Sounds good. Um, things for students to do. During the summer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Geocaching? No, we're, not, <laughs> we're not looking at Google has to say. We're looking Google at what, doesn't know. We're looking at what Campus Group says. Oh, that was the first one. 50 ways for college students to maximize summer break. Oh, geez. Okay, let's see. Is this... Okay. A- how will you spend your months off working, reading, traveling, relaxing, learning a skill or language? No matter what your goals include, summer vacation is always a perfect opportunity for college students to explore enriching activities that you don't always have time to pursue during the year. I okay, sure I, I, guess, I, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Number one, learn a new skill to add to your resume. <laughs> okay. Expand oh, your skills uh, majoring. Interested in coding, website design, which is coding, or other subjects that may not be offered in your college, but even though your college probably offers coding, yeah, <laughs> uh, look for courses relevant to the field or industry you want to enter. So okay, so one second, one second. I'm just I'm confused. You are going to college, let's say, for whatever subject you're going for, and they don't have something that your skill set uses. <laughs> so why are you going to college? <laughs> I don't understand. Here. It's very interesting. Uh, I'm really sure. Okay, but but learning a new skill is actually something a person could do over summer. Um, there are free websites like uh, Varsity Tutors, uh, which I went to in previous years that offer like free courses for things you want to learn. As far as I'm trying to think, what what other places I've gone to that have like learning skills. Oh, I actually recently wanted to get back into coding. I used to do coding a lot. And I found this website called um, a free code camp, which gives you pretty um, comprehensible courses and like little activities with each course. It's not like a video course. They kind of give you a text, but it's very well broken down and it kind of says, and then, you know, they have, like, a page with the coding and then a page that shows, like, what the project would look like. And then it just, 
you do a project for each part of the course. And then I believe if you actually finish a course, um, you can get some sort of certificate that says, I finished this course at uh, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, number two. Indulge in hobbies or try a new one. Explore your interests and pursue your creativity by signing up for a class, lesson, or group in your community. Try a new instrument or hone your skills further. Take a class in painting, photography, drawing, sewing, self-defense, or any other intriguing but you any other thing you find intriguing but don't have the time to try during the school year okay i don't see really why that's different from number one so currently yeah, we're, at this, 49, we're at 49 things of course during summer <laughs> um it's just like, it's like the same thing yeah it's exactly it's the same thing i mean right the first one is like here's a productive way to use your summer and two's like Here's a fun way you can enjoy your summer. Yeah, and then three. Oh, no, we're going to three. <laughs> All right. Again, three and four are the same thing, no? Yeah, well, three, three and four are the same. Three, get, get an internship and create an internship. What does that mean? Oh, wait, one second. Let's read four for a second. Okay, what I would <laughs> say the difference here is get an internship is like, oh, go to like, let me get like a. Uh, and then she does say like coding, for example, just to take the example from before. Um, then you can like I don't know, go to like like get a, be an intern in like somewhere that you can code or something. And create an internship is I feel like it maybe it's like oh make like make like your own business or something like that. But that's not really an internship, so I don't know. That's not what it says here. It says nothing lined up yet. Reach out to potential employers or companies you find inspiring. And offer an apprenticeship or internship opportunity for the summer. I mean, it sounds like. I don't know, that kind of sounds more like being a volunteer than uh, an internship, where it's like, you go to the company, it sounds like, and here, here's my, here's uh, what I do as a student. Uh, would you like yeah. to hire me? <laughs> yes. So we're down to 48 already. Okay. Oh. Number five, go ahead. <laughs> Work a summer job. You know, I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> Parents uh, who want their kids out of their house, go find a job. Yeah, you know, it's just. <laughs> um, I guess it's that that is different from an internship because normally an internship is like unpaid, while a job you actually get paid. That's true. But in the same way, so the the past three were just like, go work. Well, look at the next one. Volunteer for a great cause. That's still work, but maybe that's not like uh like a job in like a company or something like that. It's more like oh do community service, I feel like. I guess you don't really have the same necessarily responsibility. But I guess I mean it really depends on where you volunteer. You volunteer for let's say a charity group um that doesn't do anything. Or sorry, not that doesn't do anything, it just all works on volunteer base. So you could be actually doing the same amount of work as you would do in an actual job. But I guess mm -hmm. if it's your passion, then that's also good. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Okay, number seven. Study study abroad. Take your education overseas. Um, so like, go to like another country to study. That's what it sounds like, which is interesting because like, I thought that was like a college program. I guess not, but. I guess it really depends on your on your work of expertise. If you're working from 
if you're working from uh, from like a biological standpoint or a zoologist, let's say a person's wanting to become a zoologist. So going yeah. and studying abroad, going and looking at different animals that are native in that country would be useful versus yeah. if you're a surgeon, you can't really study abroad in the way that it means here. <laughs> yeah. They kind of like explore new things. All right. Number eight, plan a budget for the upcoming school year. Yay. Everybody's <laughs> favorite subject. So I, it's I, funny. I, yeah, go ahead. How long could it take you to like because we're talking about like the whole summer here, right? So like how long will it is it going to take you to plan a whole budget? Even if it takes one you no, like, no, one second, one second. This is fifty things we can do. So I can do number eight and then move on back to the first seven or onward to the to the uh, next uh, however yeah, many. But, okay, yeah, I feel okay, maybe, yeah, that's true. But I was thinking like if it's saying like because I feel like the ones before were like something that you can do like that one thing for like the whole summer, but like the, for example the next one I'm gonna say uh, uh, not the next one number ten I'm not gonna say it yet, uh, but like th- those ones like they're like ten minutes like you're not really gonna like that's not really like something to do in the summer you know it's like I hear yeah I mean it's like, listen <laughs> it depends it really depends on how anxious a person is <laughs> if you. <laughs> If you're really chill back about it, oh, okay, so I don't even plan my budget. You're somewhat anxious. Okay, I want to plan my budget because I'm making this amount of money over the summer and I have this tutoring job or whatever in college. But then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just come back and we'll we'll roll with the punches. If an unexpected expense comes up, I'm going to have to deal with it. And then you have the people who are just accounting for every possible scenario and are saving $75,000 in case they get into a surgery, into a car crash, and they have no insurance for some reason. And <laughs> like, so you can yeah, plan, yeah. plan and replan that, that type of thing over. So maybe, maybe for some people, planning a budget is a whole summer activity. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I didn't think of <laughs> Okay. Number nine. Turn a weakness into a strength. You see, I feel like you can do that during the school year also. Well, again, we're just trying to talk about how one can have a productive uh, productive summer. Yeah. So you can go on to something like, you could go on to uh, Varsity Tutors, which I mentioned. You can go on to uh, Udemy or, you know, any of these. Uh, Masterclass is a classic. All these ones that, you know, if you're willing to spend a little money also, you can get these types of classes that help teach you and help walk you through uh, different tips, tricks, actions of how to do something clearly. And therefore, you know, I could even, let's say, you know, it could also be that a person is trying to, um, the what's the term, fast track um, college. I'm not sure if fast track is a separate program or if fast track yeah. actually is just college programs, but. Either way, a person could could you know try to speed up their their classes, and therefore, I struggle, let's say, with public speaking. So I'm gonna in one of the summers when I'm off and I'm not crammed with classes until like from the moment college opens until the moment college closes, and I have homework that I do at night, so I don't have time during the summer. I can focus on something like that and take a class and be more relaxed and you know. Take this, uh, take this class and turn that weakness into a strength. Okay, here, yeah, that's good. yeah, because even though 
Yeah, because if you're only talking about it like being like a uh, a productive summer, then yeah, then that would be like a very good thing to do. But like, I feel that's not like that's not like limited to summer. Well, again, well, this is just ideas for a productive summer. You know, a person logs yeah. onto the internet, and for the past week and a half, he's just been literally watching through every gigabyte of content on the internet, whether it be Netflix or Prime Video or Hulu <laughs> or Peacock yeah. or um paramount plus or youtube or youtube tv or i don't know whatever it is <laughs> yeah just... um and now i'm really bored i don't know what to do next so he comes on and he logs on to this blog and he sees this and he's like oh maybe that's an idea of something i could do and as opposed to you know spending a monthly subscription on all the streaming services i can uh take a class on udemy for public speaking, which I've been terrible at or something. I don't know. Yeah. Right here. Okay, number 10. Email your professors. Whether you're sending a thank you note, asking a connection, or asking a question, or requesting a letter of recommendation, summer is a great time to check in on your favorite professors and strengthen your connections in your school community. This actually, I believe, is really important. And even though it doesn't take a lot of time, it's something that you'll find very useful later on. A person who is in um, is in college or a person who's in high school and keeps well communication open with the headmasters and professors and teachers and whatever you have, mentors, they can definitely help you later on down the line when you're, you know, for example, you're searching for a job and you need that recognition. You need, right, somebody, your, your background, the person who's checking your background wants to know how well you actually did in college, right? I could see the bachelors on your wall, so clearly you passed, but it doesn't actually yeah. seem seem like much. So they will call, let's say, your your um your college, and so keeping a line of communication is very important when it comes to the wider spectrum of life. And keeping in touch with your friends also is a nice idea, which I'm not sure if it's going to be later down the list of fifty things because if we're already at ten and technically two or three of them are striked off. Uh, they might be pretty desperate. <laughs> we'll see. All right, what's yeah, number yeah. 11? Uh, catch up on summer reading. Get a head start on your fall reading list, if available, or make an effort to read a book in a field you're interested in studying. See, that is interesting, because let's say someone likes... Uh, okay, so you, so you said... I don't know if there's, like, many... And there are books about public speaking, but let's say, I don't know, uh, psychology. That, that's, like, a big one, I feel like. Uh, books on psychology, right? So if you, like, if you, like, during... If you, let's say, you're in college and you're studying psychology, then you can actually probably get, like, a very good head start by reading a, a lot of, like, psychology books during the summer. That's true. I mean... It's interesting how when they say catch up on your summer reading, they're like, get a head start on your fall reading list. And it's yeah, like, it's, it's, well, no, you know, I mean, yes, but fall. no. It's yeah. not, even if, you know, even if you want to get started on your fall, your fall reading list, don't put it under, you know, catch up on summer reading. I feel like summer, summer is a great time to pull off a book, even, a, you know, a fiction book that just talks about wizards and dragons or whatever it is that just like, you know, gives you a certain empowerment of feeling good. Reading a book is just empowering on a level. I feel like, yeah, it's, I mean, that's probably only for some people. There's people who just don't like reading. Like, so, like, even, like, this would be, like, a no-go. 
audiobooks. People need <laughs> audiobooks. <laughs> I, honestly, I I can't I can't stress enough that um that knowledge is power. Yeah, it's true. And therefore, you know, I don't like reading. I don't like sitting down. So you know what? When you go, let's say a person wants to get some exercise, right? So he goes on a walk every day. When you go on a walk, what are you doing? Listen to a podcast or listen to some music, help you chillax or listen to an ebook. Just yeah. get that knowledge. Knowledge is power and power corrupts. Learn things, become evil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you want to read something that you're interested in, go for it. You want to read what's on your fall list, go for it. I'm not going to stop you. But I think yeah, also yeah. it's nice to read something a little bit outside of the boundaries of what the schooling system has you do because it gives you that fresh bre- uh, breath of creativity. Yeah, it's probably like, I don't know. I personally don't listen to ebooks. I normally do read. Uh, not not a lot, but I do read. Um, and I feel like uh, getting like, I don't know about like getting a head start on your fall reading this. I'm saying just, uh, just reading and like, because like I've heard, about, especially lately, I've been hearing a lot about like uh, everything you do today defines the person you become tomorrow, right? So if you fill your knowledge with, uh, um, if you feel like your your if you uh, fill your head with knowledge, uh, then that's then you're gonna have like a like a more prosperous life. I feel like, uh, but if you like just fill your mind with garbage then your future is probably gonna be made of garbage you know? well i mean listen a, a person first of all <laughs> i guess a person who fills his name with knowledge could become a very prosperous person but at the same point he could just be that hermit living on top of the mountain with like <laughs> you know because it all depends on your on your balance on your on your skill set yeah. I also believe that, you know, a person who fills their head with garbage might find that garbage to be useful later down the road. You know, a person watches some random video or movie or documentary about uh, documentary, I guess, is a little bit more uh, knowledgeable than the other two. But you watch a video or you watch a movie and, you know, you can learn something from it. And even if that, that something is buried deep within you, you know, um, there was a there was a movie I watched. I don't remember where it was from, what what movie it was, but these like these kids get in a car because they're running away from somebody, and one of them turns to the other one. He says, "You know how to drive?" And he goes, "Well, I've played Mario Kart before, so it's got to be somewhat similar." <laughs> um, so you know, it's just like those types of things where you have something garbage in your head. You could you know you could be sitting there playing Mario Kart all summer. And I don't know, it could help you to drive. I, yeah, I don't know maybe, if that's yeah. true or not. But, yeah, but probably, like, probably not. <laughs> but I'm saying there is, as the phrase goes, some someone's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, that's true. So it could be your trash becomes your treasure. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Okay, number 12. Explore your city. Have a staycation. If you were a tourist in your town on vacation, what would you do? Try a walking tour of your city and learn about the secret gems and historical landmarks you may or you may not have appreciated before. I feel this is very location specific. Yeah. You know, you're in Boston. So, yeah, you have all that historical. You're in Washington, D.C. You have a lot of museums. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you're in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska. I'm not sure how many historical landmarks <laughs> there are or how many like things there are to do there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is not this is not a, a rip on Nebraska people. I I don't I I just chose Nebraska because it's like in the middle of everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, so there there is historical references. I presume everywhere. I presume almost every state in the United States. I presume every country has fought some sort of war, um, or been a place of a battle, and yeah, everything is technically history rich. Um, I'm very very doubtful about if there has ever been a, a a city or a country or even a state um i guess really city would be the the first one to go with but i i very much doubt there would have ever been a city that has never had some sort of museum or something to yeah. see so it does that does give you something to i guess look at or get a basis for yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving forward. Opt outside. Enjoy the outdoors during a hiking or climbing club. Go on fun outdoor adventures or day hiking trips. Um. Now, you see, I personally, it's not like I don't like the outside. I do. But I personally don't really like... Uh, like going to like summer camp, for example, which is does it says here like oh go to like a summer camp, um because especially because like if you like because in a way, summer camp is like uh more time like away from like your family and stuff. So I don't know. I personally like more staying like more of a staycation kind of guy. You know, I hear that. But even so, like you know, just going, let's say even with your family or just by yourself. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, so big, some... uh, not a big person to go with other people, but you go like, let's say 10 miles or 15 miles out of your city. And then you find somewhere to go on a hike or just go on an adventure in, in and of itself. You know, you don't have yeah. to join a club like, like you read, you know, you could just go ahead and you can, and you can just have fun. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, for example, going hiking or climbing, like it says here, like with my family, I do love going with my family. That's very fun. But I'm going with friends even. But going uh, personally, summer camp is not for me. You know, (laughs) I hear that. All right, um, number fourteen and fifteen, I I kind of believe we're the same. Number fourteen, take a summer course. Number fifteen, take an online summer course. I I don't just take a course. Um, they're both summer courses. One of them, I guess, gives you the freedom to be outside the college campus. I guess if you're yeah. taking an in-person summer course, you would have to be on their campus. But um, yeah, I mean, I again, I, I like the idea of people wanting to pursue knowledge, but you're already in college for so much of your time. Take some time off. Enjoy yourself. Relax. Let your brain melt a little bit, you know? Yeah. It, it gives you the time to properly come back during the uh, during the fall semester and feel like you're ready to take on the new semester without too much worry of like I've been cramming so much knowledge I literally didn't yeah. have a moment to breathe. Because if you like overwork yourself, then it's probably not you're probably just gonna end up doing the work like you're gonna be end, get, end up getting worse instead of better. Right. But I mean, if like let's say a person taking a more relaxed approach you know college yeah. isn't that stressful on him 
that yeah, I guess if you want to go ahead, take a summer course, pursue yeah. some different knowledge, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the accreditation that you need. But I, I, I presume obviously that would be more money effective to do such a thing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, take it. Uh, there you go. Join the summer sports league. Uh, now you see, this is also like very person specific. I feel like well, of course, every single one, but like someone who like doesn't like sports then this is just a no-go uh for me i personally do like sports so that's a good so i would i would have fun doing that but i feel like most people nowadays just i don't know maybe i'm wrong but most people nowadays don't really play that many sports i mean i mean i mean just look at the list that they put on the on on the blog here um yoga pilates golf dancing spinning rowing all these things are like the more exotic sports out there. Yeah. Um, but these are all, these are also like, you know, sports or whatever that a person can, you know, move aside from their normal baseball, football, basketball, volleyball, um, which is all like, you know, what people generally consider sports, which it is considered a sport. It's just yeah, not the normal sports that a person these these sports kind of like you know give you again like a range of freedom in a certain sense. I hear. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I guess attend the professional development conference. A pro- invest in yourself. Summer conferences are a great way to expand your network and keep your keep you inspired and knowledgeable in industry and in industry trends. Explore options relevant to your career goals and consider your prof- joining professional organizations such as the National Association of Black Journals Conference, Blogger. And National Association of Women's MBAs. Many organizations offer a discounted membership fee for students. I don't really have much to say about this one. It seems yeah. interesting. Seems like you know, getting involved in a uh, professional development at a younger age does give you again, as I said, that it keeps you inspired and knowledgeable. Um, so it's definitely something to think about. I, I honestly, I don't have a flaw on this one. I'm not going to poke yeah, it too I mean, much. <laughs> yeah, no, this one. <laughs> okay, um, number nineteen. Explore a career. A career. Uh, shadow an industry, uh, industry professional for a day to get a taste of a future career. Uh, do your homework on industry leaders in your community and don't be afraid to reach out and connect with alumni from your school wherever uh, who live in your area. Um, nice. so I feel like, yeah, because, well, it depends what you're studying. Yeah. Like if I, if someone's like being an architect, then I don't know how much he could, uh, then he does because that really does depend on what you're studying. Right. So explore career. Normally, normally I feel like you already have like your career plan when you're going to college because that's what you're studying. Well, I mean. This is talking about like seeing the actual career in action. I believe that really can apply to anything. You know, you go yeah, into yeah, yeah. a, you go into, you know, you're going to be an archaeologist, like you said. So you you watch the archaeology dig for a week or two and see what they find. Watch how they do what they do. Uh, you know, you're you're a surgeon. You you, you watch surgeries and progress. I believe they have something that people students can watch. I don't, I don't know exactly. I'm not sure what the up-to-date things are. Um, yeah. But, 
you know, that that kind of thing. I, I believe also most colleges team up with alumni from, you know, from their college to get such events happening, you know, like a whole week of this type of like exploring the career in the action as it as it were. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like maybe you have an idea of how your career is, but maybe it's different than you think. And if maybe you're exploring the career and like and going and seeing it for yourself, maybe will either maybe it will get you more like exci- excited to, for to like get to your career, or maybe it'll be like maybe that's not for me. And you change, right? Okay, number twenty. Summer is uh, fixing up your resume. Summer is a perfect time to update your work and co-curricular experience, such as adding leadership roles and club involvement on campus and really polish your resume. So I I believe this one's like number eight. You know, we talked about, you know, how it's not necessarily a full-time summer thing, but it definitely is something a person should do. Yeah. um, If not during the summer, then maybe during the school year that, you know, kind of gives you the opportunity to, to think about and reflect like, you know, what skills do I have? Where have I shown some sort of leadership or some sort of helping? You know, what classes am I taking and the like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, this is not a f- full summer consuming, I guess, thing to do, okay. but it is something that probably you should do. Review your notes. Prepare for your upcoming upcoming classes by reviewing your work and notes from the post-year class and reflect on your successes and challenges. Um, so I guess this is just like very like, like I feel that it's more like a few weeks before you start the summer, like before you start the school year, I mean. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is really self introspection at its finest you know where a person takes a look and says i have done the best i can with uh you know with what i knew at the last semester but also taking that now and applying it to your next semester to make you a more successful person to make you a better person and i i I think this is a really good idea for no matter where you are you know a person's transferring to a new school so look back and say, you know, this is what I did in my old school. What can I do to change that to become a better person in my new school? And, yeah. you know, even on a more basic level, on like a week to week level, a person can introspect and say, listen, what I did last week caused me to have this or this. And do I want to continue that or do I not? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we have run out of time for today. Hopefully, or maybe I should say, we'll come back for part two to finish off this blog. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Studiology today. I have been here as your podcast master, and thank you for joining me. Of course.